up, everybody, and welcome to Tailgate Talks, powered by the nation. You're listening to episode 158, our Texas Tech and Baylor preview. Uh, we can't wait to get to watch Texas Tech face off with the Bears. If you missed it, we recapped the Texas Tech's dominating victory over the West Virginia Mountaineers earlier this week. If you want to catch that and everything we're doing here, you got to follow us. Follow us on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. Five stars for the tailgate. Five stars always. And if you listen to us on Apple, hit us with those reviews. Also, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Facebook and on Instagram, but we do most of our posting on Twitter. Uh, You can also follow our YouTube channel where we're posting clips from each week's shows as well as our tailgate crasher videos, hoping to get our Texas and West Virginia tailgate crashing videos out to you guys soon. Uh, And lastly, if you have anything to add to the show, comment on the show, want to get in on the tailgate crashing, anything like that, you can email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So with all of that said, let's go ahead and get into our Texas Tech Baylor preview. We're going to start this thing off right. Raider! Well, Dustin, the Baylor Bears are set to come back to Lubbock uh, for their second time since we, you know, did the little Jerry World matchup. So last time they came, they came in a much different world where COVID was restricting the crowd. So the crowd will be in full force for the Butt Bowl this year. Uh, Baylor comes in coming off a 35-23 victory over the Kansas Jayhawks, and they come in having not won a game in Lubbock since 1990. Now we know there's several matchups there that included appearances at the Cotton Bowl, but still there was lots of games in Lubbock and they haven't won in a long time. So with all of that said, your thoughts on the four and three Baylor Bears matchup with the four and three Texas Tech Red Raiders this weekend. Yeah, seeing that like they're coming off a 35-23 win over Kansas, that doesn't like – Ooh, scare me kind of thing. Like that seems pretty mediocre work right there um, for a Kansas team that doesn't have their best player. So they don't scare me much. And I mean, in fact, they haven't won here in, what did you say, since 1990. I mean, we had a span in there of what, 10 or 12 years in Dallas and pre Jerry world matchup is when Baylor was one of the worst teams in the country every year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so that's why it's usually pretty easy to get a win over them so it'll be fun to have them back here for real for the first time since all the jerry world stuff um and you get like not to mention a night game with coach mcguire's old team and a bunch of buddies on the coaching staff kind of thing and he even mentioned today that he's probably he recruited probably 95 percent of those players so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of emotional stuff for him i guess to handle this week and especially friday night saturday kind of thing so um hope we can kind of just keep it all composed until after the game and um then get to talk to those people so it's gonna be exciting to have a night game here yeah i'm sure it'll be surreal for joey mcguire who you know a texas high school legend uh took the job at baylor with his good friend matt rule 
uh, and now is the head coach for Texas Tech on the opposing side. Yeah. Of it. So that's definitely got to be surreal for him. But yeah, I'm excited to see Baylor back in the Jones. I wasn't at the COVID game that we played them. Of course, the infamous Colin Schooler hit uh, came from that game. You were able to win that one. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Baylor, the Baylor Bears back in Lubbock in person in a wild atmosphere that's going to be a Saturday night at the Jones. Lots of reunions as well as Texas Tech legend Patrick Mahomes yeah. getting inaugurated into the Ring of Honor and the Texas Tech Hall of Fame that night. So everything's going to be is set up for a crazy, crazy atmosphere. Yeah. The Twitter profiles are already getting blacked out. It's going to be a yeah. blackout game. Black jerseys, night at the Jones, right before I like Halloween. that we can predict that before the team even said anything. Right? Like, yeah. the game wasn't even over Saturday. <laughs> it's already getting, like, passed around Twitter. Right. Like, we just know, yeah, like, we get a night game against kind of an in-state rival and the whole, like, we stole their coach kind of thing. Like, we just know it. We know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, had to and be. Black love like the night game blackout uniform combo. Yeah, so so I know you unfortunately won't get to be there, but what are your thoughts yeah. on what the atmosphere like and just kind of how everything that we've kind of talked about surrounding this matchup, Patrick Mahomes being in the building, a night game, a Big Twelve conference game. Just what are your thoughts on what's going to be that atmosphere on Saturday night? Yeah, it's going to be very uh, lively and. I mean, you also got to think it's Halloween weekend. So we yeah. factor that into everything as well with it being, you know, Halloween, Saturday night. You're going to have kids dressed up and I don't know what, but <laughs> you know how it always goes. Like if we get a night game on Halloween, it gets crazy and stupid over there on that student side, which is great and what we love. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's not going to be a fun atmosphere for Baylor to come into. Yeah, it's going to be electric. I'm excited. Uh, everybody always talks about night games at the Jones, and it's been a while since you've had a big one where you yeah. feel confident about your team's performance in it. You know, I think we had TCU was a night game last year, and you were out of that game within the first quarter. So, right. um, you know, you're hoping for an uh, exciting atmosphere. It's going to be buzzing. You're coming off a big home win. You're feeling really good about yourself. The hype train's kind of behind Baron Morton now. Yeah. Uh, everything's pointing upwards. It's going to be wild. It's going to be raucous. I'm excited. I can't wait to be in the Jones. It's going to be a little chilly. going to have that fall football feel in the air finally, not sweating our asses off in the stadium. <laughs> so <laughs> excited for that. Uh, the offense coming to this one's coming off of what we have deemed as their best performance so far of the season. So um today it was announced Tyler Shuck is officially cleared to play so before we get into what Baron it we expect from Baron what do you think that means for the quarterback room right now nothing honestly yeah because I think Baron won the job last Saturday against West Virginia um yeah. I mentioned it before like it's kind of a show out game for him and he definitely did enough to hold the job um, definitely didn't do anything to lose it for sure. And was very, like I said, composed and poised, was smart with the football, like a lot of good things you saw from him. So I think it's his job to lose from here out. So I think Chuck files in as the backup as number two. And so you of course heard the same story again today that we plan to see all three of them, but whatever. I'm over that because Baron's taking the reins of this team and this offense. So let's ride with him and 
pray he doesn't get injured, but if he does, Shuck's ready to step up and take it back maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it obviously puts these coaches in a tough position because, and, and I think Joey said it today, like it, it's tough because Shuck won it undoubtedly, you know, before the season started. But you also can't be silly and, and just watch what Baron did these no. last two games and and not give him the opportunity. I yeah. think what you said is right. It should mean nothing because I think Barron has done everything that you've asked him to do uh, and won this job until he proves otherwise. But um, I, I think right now it might be really foolish to switch. And it's what we talked oh, yeah. about heading into the West Virginia game. It was – we think – and it's unfortunate – Cause yeah, like we're, we're Tyler Shuck fans here and it's unfortunate we haven't got to see him, but you, you want the best for these guys. And it's just unfortunate that he missed his time. Yeah. Uh, if in a perfect yeah. world, he would have been healthy last week and got the opportunity, but he wasn't Baron comes in, has a great performance. I don't think you can look back. Nope. Um, I think Texas tech fans are eager to point out Baron is the future. And if the future is here, <laughs> then let the future be now. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm expecting is Baron to get the start and then unforeseen circumstances, maybe Tyler does find his way in there. But what do you expect from Baron coming off of a great performance against West Virginia in his first win of his career? Yeah, keep it rolling, man. I mean, see if we can keep a bunch of that stuff we installed and do it against Baylor, who's got a little bit better talent on the other side than West Virginia had. And can he – continue to be smart with the football. I mean, I mentioned yeah. it earlier that the games we've, we've never been out of any game this year, but the games we've kind of taken ourselves out of striking distances. We shoot ourselves in the foot with turnovers um, or untimely, like three and outs or whatever. You didn't see that at all last week. Yeah. Um, so if he can continue to be smart and protect the football and same with Kitley and run a very, smooth and effective offense then i expect a lot out of baron again so hoping for that yeah i think he just provides what kitley is looking for right he can keep that pace he can move the ball he can get those screen passes that we talk about like he can get the zip on the ball to create positive plays there uh and then the off and then he's back under center or not under center but you know back in shotgun and and ready to go with the next play and so I just think he's going to keep building on these performances and you've seen it. He's protecting the ball. He's starting to kind of realize when he needs to throw it away or when he has extra time to maybe find a receiver and then find him down downfield. Yeah. There's obviously a few throws here and there that, you know, if they were a little bit tighter throws, you're looking at more yards yeah. But sure. for a young true for a young freshman who's starting. He definitely doesn't look the part. He, he looks like a, a <laughs> oh, veteran totally. quarterback out there. Uh, and so it's just been really fun to watch. Um, any other little parts of the offense here that you kind of are, are looking for uh, in this game? I also like how well we ran the ball and continued to run the ball last game. Like, yeah, it that's what I was just, gonna, uh, yeah. It wasn't all Kitley Western Kentucky type throw the ball offense. It was a very balanced type offense. And you let Brooks and Sir Roderick do their thing, and that helps a lot. So more of that balance – from Kitley in the offense. That's what I'm looking for also. 
yeah, he really keeps the defense on their heels because you don't know how they're going to attack. I mean, you got Sirodrick and, and Taj running like they have been all season. Like those dudes are really hard to bring down, and it doesn't have to be the big breakaway runs when they're getting like a on a first and ten. They're getting that harder in five six yards. That just that makes that second and third down coming up for you a lot easier because you're already at the advantage on there. So yeah, I, I've been really impressed with with just their performances and not getting down on themselves. You know, Taj Brooks had kind of disappeared there, but still waiting for his opportunity, taking yep. advantage of it. So I expect to see more of that. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about, the you know, the offensive line held up really well against West Virginia. You think more of the same now? You think they've kind of figured something out with the pace of this offense that's that's helped them? I do think that factored in and was a part of it. We also ran a lot of two tight end sets too. Yeah. Um, to use those guys um, in different ways. So it, I think, yeah, some stuff that we're doing with the speed of it, bringing extra tight ends definitely has helped those guys for sure. Cause guy like Sills from West Virginia didn't hardly do anything yeah. Saturday. And I mean, he's one of the I best D linemen in, in this conference. So yeah, hopefully we have figured, figured out a good solution for them. But now there were still times bearing was pressured yeah. So, but you're going to have that as long as it's not like excessive, like we've seen a little bit this year. Yeah. And it was nice to like, I watched the game and then I rewatched the second half and I still didn't even notice Sills at all. So yeah. like that, that's positive right there. He only gave up one sack, which was on that fourth down where they had to bring the whole house just to get the sack. So uh, definitely an encouraging performance from them. I think you're finally kind of getting healthy at that position too. You're not having as many injuries. Um, and so that's kind of helped uh, shaping this this group up and they have their best performance of the season. Hopefully they can resume that performance this week. The defensive side of the ball, Baylor comes in um, kind of what you expect from them this year. QB Blake Shapin, 1,608 yards passing and 12 touchdowns on the season. The running back Richard Reese, he has 643 yards and nine touchdowns. Wide receiver, leading wide receiver, Gavin Holmes, 397 yards and three TDs. They're averaging 37.4 points per game on offense and 458 yards per game. So, Dustin, what do you think this defense has cut out for him this week? Nothing from Baylor jumps off off the screen or the stat sheet at me. I mean, yeah. They don't have the kind of weapons that, like, Texas does or the explosive guys like Kansas State did that really gave us problems. So, now, I like that for us because we can kind of just sit back and play our regular defense, which worked out really well when you're playing a guy like JT Daniels and kind of what I see from Baylor here. So hopefully that limiting the big play that we've been better at because yeah. West Virginia couldn't do anything. Um, we wouldn't let them break anything. So keep that intensity of like bend but don't break kind of thing and don't let them break a big one. And then – can we keep sprinkling in some turnovers now that we've, yeah. we've broken that ice, you know? Can we keep that up and make Baylor cough it up a couple times? Yeah, maybe it's that good juju. Like, you you finally had that game, and maybe that's what you've been waiting for. Maybe those turnovers come. Now, we're not asking for a take three every game, but, yeah. but it'd be, to be able to force a couple, you know, every game and, and get those extra possessions for your offense. But like also, in basketball, you know, you know, you see the ball go in the net. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. it's – it's doable. Like there's not a lid yeah. on it. Like, all right, we can get that ball. Like we've seen how that's the interceptions really what, go. Like, yeah. Cause that rabbit interception at the end of the first half, it was like, 
we had been right there on so many passes. And after that, it was like every time it was close, it was in our hands. So, yeah, that could be the case. Um, I'm going to keep watching the running game because it looks like we made some tweaks in that bye week that really helped improve that rush defense. Um, West Virginia came in with two really solid backs who've gotten lots of yards on the ground and you bottled that up. You, you, they weren't able to get anything going. So that was really good improvement for me. I'm hoping we can keep that going. Uh, you know, Baylor's going to want to try to run the ball. Well, uh, set up easy plays for Blake Shapin to make some passes here and there. But the one thing I've been confident in is our pass defense. Like you really haven't been burnt through the air consistently. Like they might give up a big play here or there, but they're going to make you work for it. And so, you know, if you can hold them on the ground, I think you're going to have a really easy day uh, defensively once again, making Blake have to beat you in the air. Uh, hopefully he throws you a couple and hopefully you're able to take advantage of those. Um, but any other little tidbits here on the defense you want to get to? Now let's do some predictions. Let's do some predictions. It's prediction time here at Tailgate Talks. So, Dustin, as always, let's lead it off with the defensive prediction from this game. What do you got for a defensive prediction? I want to see the turnovers continue to come our way, and someone predict two turnovers from this defense for us. Maybe not to take three. I'm not going to get greedy with it, but we're going to take two at least. I like that. I like that. I'm going to do a little combo here. Rashad Williams coming off his first pick last year. He's been in a groove all season. If you've been watching him, he's been killing it over there. Uh, I think he backs it up with another pick. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to go at least two sacks for uh, Tyree, for Tyree Wilson. So that's my uh, little combo. Like it's going to help. I think, you know, you watch that West Virginia game on one of those picks. Tyreek was right there. Yeah. Or I don't know why I keep wanting to call him Tyreek. Tyreek was right there. Uh, we've had a lot of really good guys named Tyreek at, at Tech. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was right there in JT Daniels' face. So I think he's like, you watch him, his sack numbers might be down, but he's always there affecting the play. I think he yep. has a couple sacks this game. I think Rayshad capitalizes and gets one pick. Sweet. Offensive side of the ball, Dustin, what do you got for us offensively? It's funny that you said it earlier on our recap. So I'm going to actually do that and take a running back 100-yard game. Now, I don't know which one because we never know. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I'm just going to predict one of them gets a 100-yard rushing game. I know Brooks did it last week. Yeah. Roderick's been been there. But one of them, I don't know who gets the hot hand in the call this time. Give me one of those guys getting to 100 yards. Yeah, sometimes you just got to dumb it down <laughs> yep. and not try to be too specific on the offensive prediction because we just have so many versatile guys on the offense. I think I'm going to yeah. go with a kind of maybe a layup here, but I'm going to keep riding the Xavier White uh, dominant train. I think he's going to go for another 100-yard performance and another TD. I think he's going to keep backing up yeah. what he's doing. Like I think having Miles Price back, maybe makes his job even easier like over there um he's just done so much for this team over the last few weeks there's no way you can't keep giving him those snaps so i think another dominant performance from him he's obviously found a comfort level with uh baron as well over these last few weeks so uh, i'm gonna go xavier white to keep it up um score prediction dustin what do you have for us this week on your texas tech baylor score prediction 
going with another win at home. We are 3-0 at home this year so far. We're going to make that 4-0 this weekend, and I got us winning 41-28. 41-28, okay. I also have another Texas Tech win. I'm going to go 45-30 to 30 on this one. I think uh, – I think we've figured some things out offensively here. I think we're going to yep. score a lot. I think we're our defense is going to have another really good performance today. Keep Baylor from hanging in that game. It's going to be um, – I, I just feel it, man. The, the vibes are good on with this team right now. Home atmosphere at night. It all feels good. Um, so any little parting thoughts you've got on Texas Tech and Baylor as they are set to face off Saturday night at the Jones? Oh, looking forward to another win, man. Yeah, looking forward to keeping the good vibes going. Um, we probably are going to be taking the week off on the tailgating uh, this week. Dustin has work taking him out of town. Um, and so with just me being here, might just take the weekend off, enjoy the game. Um, but if you see me around, you know, feel free to say hi um, <laughs> and come by and share a beer with me. Yep. I, I'm more than welcome to share a beer with any any and every one of you guys. Um, that will do it for our Texas Tech and Baylor preview. We have no basketball news to really touch on, but we are le- two Game weeks away. Two weeks. two weeks away. I was re-recorded here tonight. By the time that this is released, it'll be a lot closer to the basketball season starting. But two weeks from tip off tonight. Uh, but we got some shot bets to recap, so let's go ahead and get into our shot bets. A successful past week for Dustin and I in shot bets. We went 2-0. and We both had Texas Tech minus 7. We covered that super easy. Uh, and we had the Chiefs minus 3 against the 49ers who dominated that game, won by plenty to help cover that spread. So a 2-0 and shot bet week for me and Dustin. Feeling good uh, after that. Let's hope we can keep that going as we head into this week, which is Baylor versus Texas Tech as we talk about it tonight. Texas Tech is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Dustin, after hearing your prediction, oh. um, I feel like you're riding Texas Tech. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy win. Yeah, riding Texas Tech with that. It was initially like a one-point favorite. One of the hammer, hammer, two-and-a-half still feels uh, pretty – pretty good on the texas tech side so i as well am riding texas tech on this one as y'all heard from our score predictions we have us winning this one kind of comfortably uh nfl a game that we did not think was going to be good at all this season when we originally looked at the schedule but has all of a sudden turned into two first or not first place in their division but two playoff contending teams here just to throw this kind of out of whack and not do our typical like chiefs cowboys games Giants versus the Seahawks. All right. Gino versus Daniel Jones. A big game. The six and one Giants against the first place Seattle Seahawks. Well, first place in their division. Uh, Dustin, Seahawks, two and a half point favorite. I like Which the Giants. That's doing? that smells funny of like Seahawks being the favorite by that much. So I think the Giants have shown that they've been pretty solid and better this year. So I'll take the Giants on that one. If you've been paying attention, the Giants have like won a lot of games like late, late in the game, a lot of fourth yeah. quarter comebacks. It's been kind of uh, their motto this season. But I like what the Seahawks are doing. 
maybe Russell Wilson was the problem. Kind of starting to seem that way. Um, I'm going to go Geno and the Seahawks Dang, to right. cover that one. In Seattle, I think they've got a good chance to win that one by a field goal. They're playing really well right now. Um, and so I am going to ride with them. So that'll do it for our shot bets this week. Dustin and me both have Texas Tech minus two and a half against Baylor this weekend. Dustin going with the Giants plus two and a half. I'm going with the Seahawks minus two and a half uh, Sunday afternoon football. Uh, Dustin, a quick little you know preview episode for everybody this week. Not too much yep. to get into. So what you got for a final shot this week? I don't have anything, man. I'll hand it over to you. Good. Well, my final shot will also relate to Saturday night, and we've already kind of touched a little bit on it, but Red Raider legend and everybody's favorite quarterback, and uh, <laughs> you'll probably see a lot of – maybe it's a blackout, so you'll have to see the black version of the Chiefs uniforms that are out there. Uh, maybe some Patrick Mahomes throwback of. Texas Tech jerseys, but uh, Patrick Mahomes is getting inducted into the Texas Tech Ring of Honor, the Texas Tech Hall of Fame Saturday night. The Chiefs do have a bye this week, so he will be in Lubbock for this game in attendance just to add to the wildness of what this night is going to be, add to the chaos, add to the hype, um, and so excited to have Patrick Mahomes back in the building. Hopefully we can do him you know, right by, by winning on his inductee night right. and showing out for him and Maybe Baron giving a really good performance, you know, throwing for like 400 something yards would be pretty yeah. nice. And any, any thoughts on, on Mahomes and, and what this night will mean for not only just him, but this university. Yeah. It's always good with, to give, give him a spotlight of being a yeah. former player here with how much spotlight he gives Texas tech, you know, um, yeah. in his professional career now. So, um, It'll be really cool, and he's always like his like energy, like his like personal energy, just like hypes everybody yeah. up even more and more and more. So like literally like with him and Joey McGuire, like it's gonna oh, be the emotions are gonna be out the roof on Saturday, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like one thing to you know he's from Tech and he's doing what he's doing out there, but it's the way that he supports this university yeah. still. And you know he might have not had the most bright moments here unfortunately like we all think wish we won more games when he was our quarterback when you look on what he's done now like you definitely know but the fact that he's still just always supporting tech coming back you know he was here at the tech baylor basketball game last yeah. year like he's always pouring back into this university so right that, you know that's why he belongs there not just for his performance but the way with the platform that he has and how he is always thinking texas tech texas tech everything so um, you know, we're obviously like every tech fan, gigantic Patrick Mahomes fans here. So we'll be excited to see that on Saturday night. Unfortunately, Dustin will miss it, but your boy will be there. I'll, I'll be, you know, making sure that we are supporting getting any videos I can, but it, just having a good time. And hopefully, like we said, Texas tech and do them right. Get that victory over the Baylor bears on Saturday and make it a perfect night for red Raider nation, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and Joey McGuire and all those involved. Dustin, any little thing, any else that you want to get off? No, man. Looking forward to talking about our win next week and rolling into another game. Yeah, we're always excited to hop on the mic. It's even better after Texas Tech wins. Just more energy from us. Uh, it's more fun to recap 
wins. Uh, so we look to do that next week and then preview the following game, uh, which will be another big one against TCU. But in order to catch or catch all of that, you got to follow us. Got to follow us on Apple and on Spotify. Uh, if you were, you know, involved in any of the tailgates that we ran into, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you're hitting us with these follows, giving us those five star ratings, five stars for the tailgate. And if you listen to us on Apple, if you'd please hit us with a review, we always appreciate those. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. We're on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks we're also on facebook and instagram and also on youtube where we're posting clips from each week's videos we typically post our predictions for the games so you know stay tuned for those on fridays and other little tidbits that we think are worth posting we post on there so follow that youtube channel subscribe hit the bell to be alerted anytime we post a video um, also email us at tailgate at gmail.com to get involved in any of our tailgate crashing activities, or if you have any comments or anything to add to the show, thanks for listening to our Texas tech and Baylor preview. We hope you have a good time at the game on Saturday night. And as always, we will catch y'all at the next. Tailgate. Peace.